Amen. Amen. Jesus, take your place. Let all the other names fade away. Amen. 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 This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. It's not a day that man made, but it's a day that the Lord has made. And we're going to rejoice and be glad in it. We thank God for all of you that are in the house on today. And I don't know about you, but Sister Joanna set the tone with intercessory prayer. And I tell you that through the prayer that went up, through the praise that went up, I just felt joy come. I felt joy come. When we praise God, when we lift his name up, when we make his name great, joy comes. The songwriter said, this joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me, and the world cannot take it away. There is joy this morning in the house of the Lord. There's joy this morning because we are in the presence of Almighty God. There is joy. We can experience joy. She talked about the love of God. We can experience the love of God because we're in the presence of God. And when we give him praise, when we give him honor, joy comes, joy comes, joy comes, joy comes comes the song the psalm says that weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning in the morning I don't know about you but night season is over it's morning time it's joy time the word says that the joy of the Lord is my strength no matter what I may be going through no matter what I may feel right now I know that joy comes in the morning I know that joy comes when I can find myself in the place in the place in the presence of God joy comes joy comes no matter what's going on no matter how I feel joy comes because I'm in the presence of the God I'm in the presence of God all my troubles all my heartache all my pain all my sorrows they all seem small why because I'm in the presence of the Lord I'm in the presence of the Lord and so I want to thank him for his joy I want to thank him for his presence I want to thank him for his love that surpasses all understanding I want to thank you father God in the name of Jesus when I was doing wrong when I was doing wrong when I was doing everything thing that I was big and bad enough to do. Father, your love, your love covered me. Your love covered me. Your love watched over me. Your love protected me from danger seen and the dangers that I could not see. And Father, we want to lift up your name. We want to give you we give you praise. We want to make your name great in the earth, oh God, because you're worthy. You're worthy. You're worthy of all the praise. You're worthy of all the praise. And Father God, this could be our last time, but Father, it's if I our last time if it's our last breath oh God we want to praise you we want to glorify your name because you're worthy father you're worthy somebody wasn't able to say it but father God we're able today to lift you up to make your name great and father we say do it today we say do it today father God for we know that if you don't do it it cannot be done but father we know that there's nothing too hard for you father God we know that everything is possible to them that believe and father we just just believe in today. 
We're believing that burdens are going to be lifted. Heavy loads, oh God, are going to be lifted. Chains are going to be broken on today, Father God. We're going to be free today, oh God, because you sent your word, oh God. And your word declares that you sent your word to heal them, oh God. So, Father, we claim right now in the name of Jesus, as we prepare to move forward, oh God, that you will heal and that you will deliver and that you will set free on today. It's in the mighty name of Jesus we pray and we ask these things. And everyone said amen. Amen, 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 amen. Have a seat if you can. We are just so excited about what God is doing here at Lighthouse. We're thankful for all of you who stopped by this morning. We want to give honor to God first of all. Give honor to all of our ministers, Pastor Todd, Pastor Henry, all of the ministers, prophetess, missionaries, brothers and sisters in Christ. We are excited about what God is doing. And I tell you, when God kind of connects the dots, nobody has talked to each other. And, and then you have a word, and then this one has a word, and then this one prays, and then it all comes together. You say, now I see. Now I see. So I want to tell you this morning that I'm excited because I truly believe that today someone's going to be set free. Someone's going to be set free. Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. So I'm believing today that someone's going to be set free because truth will go forth. Amen. So if you have your Bibles, we're going to go to John chapter 8. John chapter 8. And there's one verse of scripture I would like to read. And we will take our text from there. John chapter 8. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And we're going to look at verse 12. Before we read that, we want to say how honored we are and blessed and feel a privilege to have all of you who receive your certificates come alongside us on this journey. And as First Lady said, you're already members. This was just a formality. We gave you your papers. So they said, you got your papers. People want to know if you got your papers. Well, you got your papers. You are an honorary official, not honorary, but official member of Lighthouse Christian Center. And we thank God for all of you. We thank God for what you are doing and what you've done. And we know that the best is yet to come. So now everyone should have it. Uh, John chapter 8, verse 12. I recall reading somewhere, Pastor Todd, I don't remember exactly where because we read so much and, and sometimes it gets muddied, but I remember reading somewhere that the people stood when the word was being brought forth. When, when the man of God, the prophet, would, would read from Scripture, the people stood. So that's where that came from. You know, we, we would have sometimes people stand, sometimes they don't, but it's really what people did in reverence to the word of God being spoken. So, you won't have to stand long. Verse 12. Then Jesus spoke to them, the people. 
I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Amen. May God add a blessing to the reading, to the hearing, and most importantly, the doing of his most precious holy word. I would like to use this morning for our subject, our theme, come out of the darkness. Come out of the darkness. Jesus spoke to the people and said, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Follow and follows. There is a difference in follow, follows, and followed. Followed with the ED means at one time you followed, but then somewhere along the line you stop following. But he says, he who follows, which means to continue, shall not walk in darkness. We do know that there is night and then there is daylight. Night is associated with darkness. We have a quick quiz here that I'm going to need some participation. And the participation that I need from you today requires you to do something. Most times when the message goes forth, people tell you don't raise your hand. But this time I need you to raise your hand. The question is, how many of you know of someone who is walking around in darkness. I need hands. I need hands. So we have identified media team. Do y'all know someone in darkness? Okay, all right. So we have identified that everyone in here knows of someone who is walking around in darkness. Thank you for your participation. Walking in darkness is generally understood to mean that a person is currently, get this, walking in sin. Walking around in darkness as we are speaking today generally means that we know of someone, some people, him, her, they, them, are walking around in sin. To, we understand that darkness is the absence or the partial absence of light. Darkness is the absence of light. Can you turn the light down just for a minute? Because some people may not know what darkness looks like. Turn it down this way. Turn it down. Turn it down. Turn it. There you go. Now. Y'all see, 
there is a difference being in darkness than when we had the light on. You understand that when there is darkness, there is darkness for me in that I have the word, I have the message that was prepared to speak to you, to preach to you, but simply because I am in darkness, I cannot see. Even though I have prepared, even though I've done the necessary homework, I cannot see the words in order for me to preach to you, to teach to you, to tell you what does say at the Lord. I need, I need the light on in order for me to be able to tell you what does say at the Lord. If I continue to walk in darkness, even though, even though I know what the word says, I'm not able, I'm not able to bring forth truth simply because I am presently residing in darkness. What I want to tell you today, today we heard that God loves us. We should not perish but have everlasting life. And the fact that God loves me, he cares enough for me, he cares so much about me, he found it necessary for us to know what truth is. In order for you and I to know what truth is, we must understand what it means to walk in the light and what it means to walk in spiritual darkness. Y'all hold on here. It is also said that darkness not only represents the partial absence of light or the deficiency of light, darkness also is a sign of misery. Darkness is also a sign of adversity. Darkness is also a sign of wickedness and evil. Darkness, darkness is controlled by the forces of darkness. We understand that the one who controls the forces of darkness is our enemy. Jesus said, I am the light. So if Jesus is the light, then Satan has to be the darkness. Spiritual darkness, spiritual darkness is the condition, the condition that one experiences when they live outside of the will of God. Y'all didn't get that. Spiritual darkness is the condition that a person experiences when they live outside the will of God. When they live outside the presence of God, then you are residing in spiritual darkness. We all raised our hand that we know of someone that's walking around, that's living in darkness. But can I testify? Even, even believers, if I was taking notes, even believers have a choice of whether or not they want to walk with God that is in the light or they choose to walk in darkness which means to be apart from God is to walk in darkness testify when we as believers make a choice make a decision Pastor Todd I need you to hold these you will use these here in just a moment when we make a decision to walk around in darkness my brothers and sisters guess what we have set ourselves up for Satan's attack but you have a choice you have to make the decision that you're going to walk in the light and not in darkness. You and I, guess what? When we try to do things on our own and our own way, when we try to figure it out on our own, my brothers and sisters, we're set up for the trap. 
We've been set up for the trap when we try to do it on our own. Even believers, and this is one that we struggle with. Believers thought because I came and I gave my hand to the pastor and I said I wanted to be saved. Some think because I went and I got baptized and, and, and I said that I gave God my heart. You think then that you, you, you're, you're free to do any and everything that you want to do. Can I testify that when you think that, when those thoughts come upon you, my brothers and sisters, it does not come from God. It is from the evil one. When we try to do it our own way, my brothers and sisters, we are set up to fall. We're set up to walk in darkness. I, I, I was thinking on, on last night, I was thinking on last night, that was an example uh, that was set. And then many times it happens in our homes when we have small children. And, and so it is that I, I remember my children when they were small. And then I look at the grandchildren. And last night, last night, it was put to the test. And so my wife, she said to, to our little grandbaby, she said, I want you to go in the other room and I want you to get something. Well, in the other room, because it was nighttime, in the other room, it was darkness present in the other room. Get this. But 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 the little five-year-old, she had enough sense to know that I can't see what's in the dark. And so I need a little help. She was not afraid. She was not too proud to say, Paul, Paul, will you turn the light on for me? What I'm trying to tell you when we are going through life, trials and tribulations, it's no harm in asking for a little bit of help. It's no harm in going to Jesus and asking him to help you out of the situation simply because it's darkness that's out there. I don't know what's out there but guess what? We adults, we think that we know what is best. We think we can do it on our own. How many of you will testify if you will raise up your pants leg if there are some scars on your knees or some scars on your legs simply because you walked in the darkness. It, you thought because you've been that way many times before you thought you could go in without turning the light on. And then when you went in, what you didn't know is that that was a trap set for you. That was something in the middle of the floor that you were unaware of. And when you went in walking in darkness, you was unable to see what was present. And guess what? You stumbled. You stumbled. And guess what? Sometimes you fall. Simply because you are not aware, you're not aware what's in the dark. So guess what? Now, if the light is on, if you know what is present, guess what? You're able to go around it. And then sometimes, guess what? You're able to reach down and move it out of the way. And see, when you're walking in the light, when you're walking with the word of God present, when you have it in your heart, and there is something there, there's something there for you to stumble or to fall over. You're able to go around or you're able move it out of the way. And there is no harm in understanding that I have allowed myself to be tricked, to be fooled, to be bamboozled, to be swindled by the evil one. I got to take it off. And then, and then what I, what I discovered, what I discovered that we as Christian people, see, this is just not for the people of the world, but this is the folk who are walking and talking with the Lord. They say, 
these are some of the things, these are some of the behaviors that identifies that a person is walking in darkness. And if I happen to call your name, if I happen to call your name in this, in this, don't be mad with me. It's what the word of God says. This happens, this happens to people when they make a decision, list this, make a decision to live a lifestyle, a lifestyle of sin. Well, pastor, what is a lifestyle of sin? I'm glad that you asked me. One of the biggest sins that was committed even when I was a little boy that I used to not only see but I heard about in the church and that was the sin of adultery. Uh-oh. The sin of adultery means a person, if they are constantly practicing this sin, they are in darkness. And then, and then, oh Lord, I'm going to hurt somebody. That is the sin of fornication. That is having sex with a man or a woman that you're not married to. Adultery is having sex with someone else's husband, someone else's wife. Those are two sins who people are committing in the church while professing the name of Jesus. My brothers and sisters, this is walking in darkness. And then can I come, can I come to today's time? There is the sin of gen gender dysphoria. Is that how you say it? That is when people don't know you are a woman and you are a man. You begin to think you are her and she begins to think she's you. That is a sin, my brothers and sisters. That is one that's more prevalent today. People are identifying with that simply because they want to fit in. Some say they feel that way because there is some type of mental issue. Whatever it is, it's walking in darkness, my brothers and sisters, because the Bible said that God created them male and female. He didn't create them as them and then and I, he and she. He didn't create them with a T, with an R, or with a U, whatever it is that they're trying to call themselves. My brothers and sisters, this is walking in darkness. Testify. Go back. When we go back in time and we think about homosexuality and we think about lesbianism, this, my brothers and sisters, is walking in darkness. When we think about idol worshiping, that is worshiping something other than God. Can I testify? When we're looking for someone to tell us about our future. And y'all remember we would go to what they call the fortune teller. My brothers and sisters, this too is walking in darkness. Then there are those who are happy to say, I am a witch. There are those who say, I am a good witch. But can I testify and tell you this too is walking in darkness? Can I testify and tell you this too is walking in darkness? When we allow our minds to be Pre preoccupied by black magic, by tarot cards, by palm reading. This too, my brothers and sisters, is walking in darkness. I know what you're going to say. Everybody else is doing it. But can I tell you, everybody else is walking around in darkness. Pastor Todd, you ready? I need you to put your glasses on. What sin does? Sin does force. And then, first lady, if you can come to Hold that. All right, so what sin does? 
this is what I want you to see about walking in darkness. I got a pair here. I got a pair here. She's got a pair. And he's got a pair. Sin does this. When we walk in darkness, sin has a way. Sin has a way. Attaching itself to us. And the fact that sin has attached itself to us, we cannot see clearly. Now, not only does sin attach itself to us, but sin has a way of, what does it say? Sin has a way of presenting itself to you as something worthy of our attention, something worthy of our trying. And then, not only that, sin, some of us are wearing sin around our neck. In that it's not covering my eyes, but it's with me. Wherever I go, it's with me. And so though it may look like I can see clearly because sin is not present, but guess what? When we look a little closer, we notice that sin is attached to us. Sin is around our neck and that we are carrying sin everywhere we go simply because we refuse to hear Truth. Truth says that I must detach myself from those things that would cause me not to see clearly. It also tells me that if I say that I represent God and I walk around with sin covering my eyes, how can, look at Pastor Todd. If Pastor Todd came up here to preach the sermon, come on, Pastor Todd. And he's here to preach the message. You out there that can see, because you don't have sin blinding your eyes, you're going to look at him, and you're going to begin to wonder to yourself, how can he preach truth to me? When I'm looking at him and I'm seeing that, 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 that his lifestyle does not line up with the word of God. Because I can see with my natural eyes, with my spiritual eyes, that Pastor Todd, guess what? He's covered in darkness. He's walking in sin. So you and I, thank you. You and I must understand that if we're going to represent Christ, we're going to have to, you can take them off, we're going to have to remove uh, the blinders. We're going to have to move away from the things that cause us to walk in darkness. We're going to have to make a decision that we're going to choose to walk in the light as he is in the light. Jesus said, if you're going to follow me, you will not walk in darkness. You shall not walk in darkness. You won't have to walk in 
darkness if you follow me. One thing that I discovered, hit the lights again. One thing that I discovered is that when you're following the one, turn them all off. When you're following the one that has a light, when you're following one that has a light, all you have to do is get in line, get behind him. And guess what? When you get in line and you get behind him, though the way may seem dark, though it may seem cloudy, though there may be storms that come in your life, though there may be stumbling blocks that come in your life, simply because I'm lining up, I got my life straight. I'm lining up with the word of God. I know that if I follow the word of God, which is the son of God, I know that he leads me. And where he leads me, I know that I can follow late in the midnight hour. When I find myself going through, when I find myself being tempted, I'm going to remember the fact that if I follow the one who holds the light, the one who holds the power, all power in his hand. He said, I have all power. All authority has been given to me. When I follow the one who has the light, Jesus said, I am the light, the light of the world. That's what he said. If you follow me, he said, you must be willing to deny yourself, which means I'm going to stop trying to do it my way, but I'm going to do it his way. And when the light comes, when it shines on me, I'm going to fall. I'm going to follow him. I'm going to say, Lord, wherever you lead, that I will follow because I'm tired, a sick and tired of walking in sin. I'm tired and sick and tired of the devil distracting me. I'm tired and sick and tired of living in misery. I'm tired and sick and tired of walking around in defeat. I'm tired and sick and tired of walking around in lack. I'm tired. I'm ready to come out of the darkness. I'm ready to go into the light. Turn them on. I'm ready. I'm ready to go back. I'm ready to go back to the place where I first believed, where I first received. I'm tired of allowing the devil to have me walk around in unforgiveness. I'm tired and sick and tired of being jealous of my brother, of my sisters. What you don't know is the storm that they had to go through to be where they are. What you don't know about me is that there have been many storms that I had to go through to be where I am today. There are some things that I had to let go. There are some people that I had to let go. People that I thought were friends, I had to let them go. There were some things in my life that I felt was missing. But when I came to Jesus all the way in and surrendered to him, and I said, Lord, as David said, against you and you only have I sinned when I got to that place I was willing to surrender I was willing to fall down on the sword and say Lord I tried to do it my way Lord I'm willing to testify I'm willing to tell the truth when you told me not to go left you told me that I should go right I'm willing to admit I drowned out 
I drowned out the noise and I went left anyway but I'm willing to testify while I was going left I felt like something was off anybody know when you're traveling in darkness can you testify you feel like something is all off I was traveling just a week or so ago and I had to come home in the dark and even though I had headlights that was shining in my car that was showing me that guess what I could keep going but what's what I understood that my headlights they only pointed forward I couldn't see what was on the left I couldn't see what was on the right the only thing I could see was what was ahead of me and guess what when we're walking in darkness guess what we can't see what's on the left we can't see what's on the right the only thing the only thing that you and I can do is just continue to walk but what I understand that when we continue to walk in darkness we're going to stumble and we're going to fall it's sure to happen it's sure to happen I'm talking about the children of God I'm talking about the saints of God what I want you to understand even though you're saved even though you've been born again you can make a decision to walk in darkness and if you want to be free if you want all that God would have you to do you got to be willing to cast off everything cast off everything everyone that's necessary in order for you to keep the focus in order for you to be able to see what God has for you in order for you to go where God would have you to go you got to be willing to let go of some stuff let go of some stuff. So let go of some stuff. Let go of some stuff. Let go of some stuff. Right now, right now is the time that we need to let go of some stuff. Let go of some stuff because God wants to free you today. He wants you to free you today, but you got to be willing to let go. Let go. I'm tired of sick and tired of seeing God people walk around in defeat simply because they don't understand. They have not come to the point to know that darkness has overtaken me, that darkness has blinded me to the fact because I shouldn't be hating on my brother. I shouldn't be hating on my sister. I shouldn't be talking about my brother or my sister. If I can't help them up, guess what? I should not be talking about them. I shouldn't be talking about them. I should be praying for them. Should be praying for them. Should be praying for them. God said, how can you how can you take the the speck out of your brother's eye when you have a plank in your own eye? He said, first you got to you got to take it out of your eye. You got to get the plane out of your eye so then you can see how to help your brother and your sister. And so what we're here to tell you today is that we have been on that path of thinking that we can do any and everything and still call ourselves a child of God. Guess what? We still are his child, his children, but we're walking in disobedience. And when you walk in disobedience, don't think that God is not watching. He is watching. There are many people who have cut their lives short simply because they walked in disobedience. You were not walking according to your call. Today is the day God is calling us as his children to come out of darkness. We got to let go the ways of the world. My brothers and sisters, we got to stop trying to be like everybody else. Make a decision. Be determined that I'm going to live for God, even if it means I got to walk by myself. Guess what? And what you will find out, just like Elijah found out, is that God has those who have not bowed down to Baal. God has a remnant of people who are trying to do it right. God has a remnant of people who have called to be a part of that lighthouse. The one that would be a beacon of light to the lost and the broken. And as we travel day in and day out, we're constantly seeing people 
who are lost and who are broken. And Lord, I want my light to shine. I want to keep my lens clean and I want my light to shine. How many today will say, Lord, I want my lens clean. I want my lens to stay clean so my light can shine, Lord God. So others will be drawn in, oh God, so I can point them to you in the name of Jesus. Let's all stand. If you feel that this message is for you, now is the time. Today is the day where you are. I'm going to ask you to close your eyes. We're going to talk to the Father. We're going to go old school. Father God, in the name of Jesus, as we stand as your people, we ask you to look down, look down upon us. See that we stand in the need of your touch. There are those that are standing here right now Lord God they're bound by the forces of darkness but Father we believe because of your word that they can be set free today we're asking in the name of Jesus that you will touch you will touch them where they are there are those that are bound with the sin of unforgiveness Father we ask in the name of Jesus, that you will touch. There are those that are bound with the sin of hatred. Father, we ask right now, in the name of Jesus, that you will touch, that you will set free. There are those who are bound by the sin of adultery. Father, we ask, in the name of Jesus, you will set them free. There are those who are bound by the sin of fornication. Lord, we ask that you set them free. There are those who are bound, who are bound by the sin of not knowing who they are. And Father, we claim in the name of Jesus, you will set them free. You will set the captives free. Father, there are those who are standing at the crossroads about to give up. Father, I claim right now in the name of Jesus, you will give them hope for a hopeless situation. You will give them hope for there's hope in you. The word says faith is the substance of things hopeful, the evidence of things not seen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, as we stand before you in your presence, Lord, Father, we open up, we open up our heart. Father, we say, come in, search our hearts, search our mind. If you find anything that shouldn't be, take it out. Take it out, Lord Jesus. Take 
it out. I want to come out of the darkness. I want to walk in the light. For I know in the light is joy, unspeakable joy. I know in the light is peace, everlasting peace. I know in the light there is love. What love the Father has bestowed on me that we should be called the children of God. Father God, in the name of Jesus, touch the man. In the name of Jesus, touch the woman. In the name of Jesus, touch the boy. In the name of Jesus, touch the little girl. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, let it be done. Let it be done. Let it be done. Let it be done. I want to be free. I want to be free to be all that God has called me to be. I want to walk with a new lease on life. I don't want to have to pretend anymore. I don't want to have to try to cover my sins anymore. I don't want to have to hope nobody knows what I did last night. Father God, I confess that I am a sinner. Father God, in the name of Jesus, you said in your word in 1 John 1, 9, that if I confess my sins, you're faithful and you're just to forgive me. And right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, as they stand, Father God, confessing their sins. Father, I pray right now, you'll do just what you said. You'll forgive them, oh God. You'll clean them up, oh God. Cleanse them up on the inside, oh God, that they can walk in the light, Father God, and you're in the light, Father God. We can follow you, oh God. We can see signs and wonders, oh God, just like they did back during that time, oh God, simply because of their faith, simply because of their belief. Father, you said we will do these things and greater things we would do, oh God, because you went to the Father. And Father, we know that you're on the right hand of the Father. Make an intercessions for us, oh God. Father, we claim right now in the name of Jesus, oh God, that your people will be set free. Set the captives free, Father God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let it be done, Lord Jesus. Let it be done, Lord Jesus. Let it be done, Lord Jesus. Let it be done. Let it be done. Let it be done. And we'll give you praise. And we'll give you praise, and we'll give you praise, and we'll give you praise, we'll give you praise, we'll praise your name, we'll magnify your name, we'll glorify your name, we'll lift your name up, 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 in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, set your people free. In the name of Jesus, set your people free. In the name of Jesus, we lift up your name. We glorify your name. We magnify your name, Lord, because you're worthy. Lord, you're so worthy. You're worthy, 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 worthy to be praised. God is worthy. He's worthy to be praised. I don't know about you, but no longer going to walk around in darkness. No longer going to allow the enemy to pull me here and there. But I'm going to stay focused on what the Word of God says. Because you see, the person that walks around in darkness, they're blind to what the Word says. They're blind to the truth. But Jesus said, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Amen, amen.
Let's give God a hand praise because he's worthy. He's worthy of our praise. He's worthy of our praise. It's time to come out of darkness. It's time that we stop allowing the enemy to pull us here and there and that we be taken captive by the evilness that resides in this world but keep our eyes on God. He said, if you follow me, he said, you won't walk in darkness. If you follow me, you'll be able to see. No, no, no matter what's going on, we hear wars and rumors of wars, but we heard that we're going to hear of these things, but the end is not near. It's not yet. I also discovered that the kingdom of God will come without warning. Can I tell you, the kingdom of God is already here. It's in us. Word says that. And I was like, wow. So while we're going through, drifting through life, thinking we got time, thinking that tomorrow is promised, the day that you die, that's the end for you. There is no going back. There is no second chance. You as believers, this was for you. Now for the sinner, if you don't know Jesus Christ and the pardon of your sin, you can get to know him. We ask you to come now. We'll pray with you. But this message is for the believer. You got to line up behind the light. Jesus said, I'm the light. He said, follow me. Follow me. That's all you got to do is follow him. It's no harm in admitting that you fail, that you're struggling. But just like our baby did, she said, can you turn on the light for me? That's what we that's what we represent, that light. To help lead lost and broken people, follow me as I follow him. That's what it's all about. Follow me as I follow him. If I'm not following him, just like we gave the example, if I come up here and I got dark shades on, you can see I'm walking in darkness. Don't follow me. But if you see the light, come toward the light. See, that lighthouse represents safety when you're lost I look to the light and he'll bring you out of darkness amen is there one that want to come so as we prepare the dismiss the song say Withholding nothing, I surrender my all to you. Let us bow his one last time. Father God, in the name of Jesus, as we stand and we hear the song, Father, I surrender. Father, my prayer is that those that are present, Father God, that know that they're not walking right. They're not walking totally in the light. Father, they're trying to be straddled between two opinions. They want the accolades. They want the approval of the world while claiming to be your sons and daughters. Father, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that this message will continue to penetrate hearts and minds as we prepare to leave this place, Father God, that we will surrender, Father, even if it's not this day, Father, but before this week is out, Father. We will surrender those areas of our lives to you, Father, that needs changing. Those areas of our lives, Lord God, that needs healing. 
Father, we pray right now in the name of Jesus that we'll be better men, better women, better representatives of you, oh God. Father, we thank you that we know we're not alone because you promised the help of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is present in our lives for those who are believers, oh God. But Father, we must be willing to yield and allow him to do the work that only he can do in our lives. And Father, we're mindful to give you praise and give you honor as we prepare to leave this place. Father, I pray that you be with us all. Protect us from dangers seen and the dangers we cannot see until we're able to come again. Father, we pray for those that will be traveling, Lord God, that you give them safe travels back to their home destination. And Father, we pray, Lord God, that we will always remember, Lord God, as your children, as your followers, we have a light, oh God, and we need to be determined to let it shine each and every day of our lives. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. Amen. God bless you.